0: Everybody
1: to another edition of MLB DFS Cookies, your Tuesday, June 18th edition. Got a 15 gamer on tap for you tonight. Going to be a fun one. Some good, good pitching and a lot of places to attack the bats. So uh, if you're curious on more written information, the tools like a lineup optimizer, injury tools, uh, umpire tools, and line movement tools, and much, much work. go check out thequantage.com. Great stuff going on over there at quantage.com. I'm one of the contributors over there, and many, many others. And right now you can get $10 off the rest of the MLB season package. So the rest of the MLB package for $74.99 if you use promo code Bubba. If you just want to get your feet wet and try things out, they got a lot of NFL best ball products coming out, and they'll have the NFL continuing to ramp up. You can get a first-month all-sports package for $19.99 or a five-day trial for $5. But so go check it out. quantage.com Promo code Bubba gets you what you want. Also, if you give a rating and review on iTunes, I'd much appreciate it. It would really help the podcast out, and uh, it would mean a lot to me to take a couple minutes out of your day. All right, totals on this 15-game slate. Tigers, Pirates, 8.5. Phillies, Nats, screw you, Nationals, by the way. Total of 10. Rays, Yankees, 10. Angels, Blue Jays, 9.5. Astros, Reds, 8. Mets, Braves, 8.5. White Sox, Cubs, waiting on the weather. Wrigley Field. Indians, Rangers, 10.5. Red Sox, Twins, 9.5. Marlins, Cards, 8. Rockies, D-backs, 10. And that's not in Coors. Orioles, A's, 9. Royals, Mariners, 9. Brewers, Padres, 8.5. Giants, Dodgers, 8. So, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 of your current 14 totals are 9 or above. More offense, folks. More offense. It's like uh, more cowbell. More offense, everybody. So, we got a good one tonight. Also, watch the weather. The Midwest, Northeast is getting wet again. Detroit, Pittsburgh, about 20% chances of rain. Tampa Bay, New York looks like it starts really, really wet, and then it dries out throughout the night. Uh, Philadelphia, Washington, really wet again. So that looks like another mess up there in Washington. Houston and the White Sox, 15 to 20% chances. Mets, Atlanta, 30% chances gets better as the night goes on. So it depends on how these teams want to attack it. So beware of that. There's some weather concerns out there. Other than that, everything looks pretty good on the slate. Let's get to your pitching on this 15-game slate. You got four guys over 10K. You got seven guys over 9K. We're going to do the 9K and above range. Justin Verlander, 11-9, almost $12,000 at the Cincinnati Reds. Verlander is about as consistent as they come, um, averaging over to almost 28 points per game this season, over his last 10, averaging almost 30 on the road, 26 points per game. He's just outstanding and really, really good, 37, 20, 32, 21, 43, so on and so forth. Just continually gets it done for the Houston Astros. And he faces the Reds team with a 24% strikeout rate for his right-handed pitching, you know, he's got a 33% K rate of his own because of a lot of fly balls and a lot of hard contact. We say it all the time with Verlander. When you look at his um, recent game logs, he's good for some home runs. He gave up three solo shots his last If they're solo shots, you can make it work because of all the strikeouts. But three solo shots, had none against Seattle within one, one, one. He's basically, in eight of his last ten games, he's given up at least one home run. And in two of those ten games, uh, he's given up three. So you know the long ball's coming. Makes the Reds kind of some contrarian GPP action. And it's in Great American Small Park, which doesn't always bode well either. Reds team with a 3.5 team total. Lefties 216. Righties 310 off Verlander, which is very interesting. And the Reds are one of those teams. We've talked about a few others recently, uh, like San Diego and whatnot. A 306 Wobo versus right-handed pitching is not good. But when they hit them, they hit them well. A 195 ISO is upper echelon stuff versus right-handed pitching. So... The Great American Small Park might factor into that. But, hey, that's where they're playing tonight. So, interesting play there with Verlander. Not a must play at all because of the price point and the risk. But you know how good he can be. I and mean, He's a slate changer when it works out. You can go to 11200 bucks to get some Clayton Kershaw. He's faced the Giants once this year. Seven innings, two earned only four Ks, though, for 16 DraftKings points. The thing with Kershaw is just tough is he's not getting the big games. 22, 16, 24, 15, 26, 20, 13. He had had that big game against Pittsburgh at 31 points. But outside of that, you know, he's pretty much around a 20, 21-point guy. guy outside of a 26-point performance really hasn't got it going completely. The Giants do strike out 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching. He's a minus 260 favorite. You know, he's got his his strikeout rate, his 51% ground ball rate. That's all fine and dandy. And the Giants got a team total of 2.75. They're horrific for his left-handed pitching. We've mentioned it time and time again. It's a great spot for Kershaw. He could go off. He just hasn't yet. And at 11200 bucks, you need him to go off. So it's a really tough spot. He's in play. It's a phenomenal matchup, but not quite going there just yet. A game I do like, Cole Hamels, 10-5 at home against the Chicago White Sox. The White Sox team that will lose the designated hitter. Uh, yes, uh, Eloy Jimenez is crushing it. So is Jose Abreu. But on the season, 2-5, 8 ERA at home with a 22 points on average for Cole Hamels. And of late, it's been outstanding. 33 points at Coors Field. 39.6 at home against St. Louis. Um, 21.4 at St. Louis. He hasn't given up an earned run in three straight starts, going at least innings in all those starts, and having nine or more Ks in his last two starts. He had a couple rough ones at Houston against Philly, but then prior to that was pitching pretty well also. So, you know, it's Cole Hamels. It's risky, but the upside's there. against the Chicago White Sox team which strikes out 25% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Cole Hamels minus 225 home favorite. In that match, it brings a 24% K rate and a 53% ground ball rate into the action. So that's big boy stuff there for Cole Hamill's. Still waiting on the total there but lefties 289, righties only 308 for his Cole. And we look at the White Sox, they're kind of the reverse of what we were just talking about. They have a 324 Woba, which is pretty good versus lefties, but only a buck 39 ISO. So they don't hit him with a lot of authority. So uh, Cole Hamill's at 10 5, very, very intriguing play on tonight's slate. And the last guy above 9K that I'll be targeting is Brandon Woodruff. At 9300 bucks at the San Diego Padres. Woodruff averaged almost 17 draft piece points on the road compared to 15 at home. Uh, coming off 17.6 at Houston, 28.5 against Miami, uh, Pittsburgh. Got beat up at Pittsburgh. And part of that, almost 40 against Philly, 23 at Atlanta, 24, 31, 23. Outside of that Pittsburgh start, he's been outstanding this season. Going on into San Diego, where uh, Jalice Chasin made his return from the IL, pitched 4 2 30, got seven strikeouts. Woodruff's got some big boy strikeout stuff. Almost a 29% strikeout rate of his own. And he's facing the Padres A strikeout over 26% of the time versus right handed pitching. Woodruff's a minus 140 road favorite. That is pretty boy, big boy stuff there to go with his 42% K rate. So Woodruff at 93 has my attention big time. San Diego at 3.95 team total. Lefties 312. Righties 268. They have a 312 Woba and a 189 ISO versus right handed pitching. So Woodruff at 93. I think is a a great spot to try to get some upper echelon talent, big time upside arm for a lot cheaper than some of these big boys. So 9K and above. I got Hamels 1. I got Woodruff 2. Kershaw 3. Verlander 4. So really liking saving some cash there. Not going all the way to the top if that works for you tonight. Alright, 7 and 8K range. Jack Flaherty. Been very, very tough to figure out this year. Much better at home than on the road, though. He's got a two two five home ERA compared to six six eight on the road. Twenty one and a half draftings points on average at home compared to six point eight. Uh, last home starts against the Cubs twenty point nine. Atlanta twenty five one struggled against Philly, which happens, but overall pretty good stuff uh, against the Miami Marlins team. You know you could take advantage of. Nicholas got us like over twenty one draftings points yesterday, That's, and he didn't even strike anybody out. That was the crazy part there. Flaherty, you know, he's got a twenty six percent strikeout rate of his own. 12.5% swinging strike rate, 36% ground ball rate, and a Marlins team that strikes out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Flaherty at minus 200. Home favorite is very, very nice in that matchup. And the Marlins have the second lowest team total at 3.2. Lefties, 369, which is nice and all, but really what lefties do you worry about in that Marlins lineup? Not many. Curtis Granderson. Uh, they have a, and righties at 273. The Marlins as a team, a 288 Woban, a 118 nice versus right-handed pitching it's really, really bad. So Jack Flaherty may be the top option price point-wise on the slate at $8,700. he has been very tilting at times, very, very hittable, like strangely hittable at times. But the strikeout upside at 8700 bucks is tremendous with Jack Flaherty Knight. Big fan of that one. When you go down a little farther, you got Merrill Kelly, uh, $8,000 at home against the Colorado Rockies. High total in this game, risky game, but Kelly's been really, really good at home this year. 2-3-5 home area, averaging almost 21 DraftKings points per start. He's been really good overall lately. His last two road starts, 29.5 at Philly, 20.8 at Toronto. And then he had a 35.7 at home against the Mets. Previous home starts, 20 against the Giants. Uh, and then he had a 14 spot and a 15 spot. So really good cash game floor. It is the Rockies, though, who had one of the biggest weekends you'll ever see against the Padres in Coors Field. Had the day off, traveled to Arizona. They strike out to over 22% of the time versus righties, minus 145. Favorite for Merrill Kelly. He's not a huge K guy but he does get the ground balls uh, At $8,000 does leave you a little bit of upside. The Rockies do have a 4.6 team total, lefty's 358, righty's 348. So it's not like a lock and load play at all but a very interesting play. Usually, usually I want to clarify a pretty safe cash game floor with Merrill Kelly at 8,000 with some upside. The last guy I like here is Adrian Sampson, 7800 bucks. He's been a topic of conversation I've benched with Bubba a few times over the last few weeks. He's been very, very good, but he's been better at home than on the road. 2-7 home, uh, home ERA compared to almost seven six nine ERA, which on the road, which is not nice. He's averaging over 17 draftings points per start at home. Recent home starts against Oakland, 9 innings, 1 earned, 7 Ks for 35.8. Kansas City, 7 innings, 1 earned, 11 Ks for 35. He had 21.6 against Seattle, an 11 spot against St. Louis, and a 19 spot against Pittsburgh. He's been very, very, very productive at home, Lance Lynn dominated Cleveland last night. More strikeouts for Lynn. Just keep racking them up. And hopefully Samson can continue to do the same. Uh, Cleveland strikes out 21.5% of the time. First right-handed pitching. Samson a 19% K rate. Doesn't walk anybody. But does give up a lot of fly balls. So there is some risk there. Cleveland has a 5.14 total. Second highest on the slate, which is quite surprising. Lefty's 315. righties 393 for Samson. So reverse splits in that matchup. And Cleveland's good but not great. 316 Wobo, 173 ISO. So, if you want to take the risk and you want some value, Adrian Sampson at 78 is that guy for you tonight. So, in this uh, 7 and 8K range, you got Flaherty 1, Sampson 2, Merrill Kelly 3. Now, let's drop down below 7K and and let's have some fun here. Mitch Keller, 6,900 bucks. Prospect Pedigree is what you're going to hear over and over. He's been disastrous in his first two starts this year. 3 innings, 10 hits, 6 earned at Atlanta. 4 innings, 7 hits, 6 earned at Cincinnati. This will be his first home start of his the season and maybe his career, actually. Uh, really, really good prospect. Lots of love for this kid. He just hasn't figured it out yet. But pitching at home in front of the home crowd against the Tigers could help. The Tigers lose the DH in this one. They strike out almost 26% of the time right trying to pitching. Even with all his struggles... He's got a 15.5, basically, ERA. He's got a 4.9 Sierra. Still not great, but that is a lot of positive regression coming his way. He strikes out 22.5% of the batters he faces. He's given up a boatload of fly balls right now, only a 22% ground ball rate. He's given up over 50% fly balls, and that's been his problem. And that's not a a thing he's used to doing in the minors. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. Hopefully that comes down. But, you know, with all that said and done, Detroit's got the fifth lowest total on the slate at 39 uh, they, have, they have a 292 woba and a 159 ISO versus right-handed pitching. This could blow up horribly in our face, but at the same time, this guy is really, really good. Like There's a lot of comparisons to Jameis and Tyon when it comes to Mitch Keller, and it took Tyon a while to figure it out. So keep that in mind. This might not be an overnight thing, but it's one of those GPP-type punts at 6900 bucks that has 20-plus point upside that can really help you out a lot in the slate. He could also be knocked out in the first inning. So just keep that in mind. But Merrill, uh, Mitch Keller at 69, very intriguing play on this slate. Homer Bailey, 6,700 at Seattle. It's, it's every time he's on the mound, we've got to discuss him. Much better at home than on the road. He's faced Seattle once, five innings, seven earned, two seven Ks for 5.3. That one blew up late. He was actually pitching really well in that game. He was super cheap. Like his recent starts, 25-9, 8-7, 1-5, 15-4, minus six point6 0.6, 17 17-16, you're rolling the dice there with Homer Bailey. Seattle's a pretty good offense. You know, they lost E5, but still some good stuff there. Not world beaters like they were earlier. And they strike out 25% of the time versus righties. So the strikeout upside is there for for, uh, for Bailey. He strikes out about 21% that he faces and gets a 45% ground ball rate. So I don't hate him as a punt at 6,700 bucks. Seattle's got a, uh, where are you? They have a 4.75 team total kind of middle of the pack tonight uh, when you break that one all down. So yeah, Bailey's risky, he's a punt, but he's in play tonight, if you so choose. A couple other ones down here, and this one's going to be a fun one. Brett Anderson of the Oakland A's, 6200 bucks. He's actually been kind of good this year, which is really scary. He's faced Baltimore once already, 6-2, thirds 7 hits, 2-4 Ks for 18.2 points. And as of late, not a world beater, because he doesn't have a lot of strikeout upside, but 13-13-5, 18-13-12, Minus five twenty. He's got a big time upside. Seven innings, two earned, four K's, six and a third, three earned five Ks, five and a third, six and a third, five. He's going five or more and start after start after start. Not getting completely destroyed. It's just the strikeout upside isn't tremendous, but that's where Baltimore comes into play. Baltimore does love them some strikeouts of their own. They strike out a um, a whopping twenty-five percent of the time versus left-handed pitching. And let's remember Brett Anderson, sixty-two hundred bucks. He's a minus two fifteen home favorite. That is insane for a guy at that price point. Again, not a big strikeout guy, but does get a fifty-three percent ground ball rate. It's sixty-two hundred bucks. The Baltimore Orioles can do anything at any time, but at the same time, they have a three point sixteen total, fourth lowest on the slate. So two of the five lowest team totals have pitchers pitching that are less than seven K. But the fourth lowest, the Baltimore Orioles, 3.16 total. Lefty's 330, righty's 355. You look at the Orioles. Only a 310 but a 158 ice over set into pitching. Brad Anderson at 6200 bucks, Very much in play when it comes to punting. When punts, things can go wrong, but definitely worth a look. And then UC Kikuchi is a disaster, but he's $5,300. Make sure he's actually pitching the whole game, not just doing the opener thing. But, uh, you know, he's got a four seven seven home 7 homey area, 10.1 points on average. face faced Kansas City this year, six innings. 3 earned 3Ks three for 9.9. He had 12.5 as last time out. He had minus 10, minus 12, minus 6 his previous 3. But then prior to that, 22.7, 13.3, 22.9, 31.4. The pedigree is there with Kikuchi. The consistency is not. And that's what makes it risky. But the upside of $5,300, if you're willing to take it, is pretty big. Kansas City strikes out over 22% of the time versus left-handed pitchy. Kikuchi, 17% K rate, 45% ground ball rate. And when you look at Kansas City... Team total of 4.25 lefties, 303 righties, 345. But they only have a 293 wOBA and a 143 ISO versus lefties. They're really, really bad. Tommy Malone was outstanding last night, but Tommy Malone's been pretty good this year overall. Much better than Kikuchi's been. But 53 for Kikuchi, it's worth a shot if you want to get the bats. So he's worth a punt on this slate. He's basically Mike Trout price tag wise, and Trout caught 31 last night. So take that as you wish. But uh, down below, I got Brett Anderson one. Uh, Bailey two, Kikuchi three, Keller four. But it's pretty much, I like them all in their own respect. I think Keller's got maybe the most upside, and then Kikuchi's most upside behind him. But Anderson might be the best play overall. All right, recapping your pitching on this fifteen gamer up top for you tonight. I got Cole Hamills one, I got uh, Brandon Woodruff two, Kershaw three, Verlander four. In the middle, Flaherty, Sampson, Kelly. Down below, Anderson, Bailey, Kikuchi, Keller. Lots of options on a 15-gamer. Make sure you join us in the, the member Discord for the Quant Edge or join us over at fantasysportsdgents.com at the FantasysportsDgents Slack chat. Talking all sports, we got the uh, golf cranking up again this week for the Travelers. Big win for Mitch last week. And we got more talk already in there. The always-pressing PGA DFS podcast dropped last night with myself and Jesse. Previewing all the DraftKings plays for you for your PGA DFS action. Also, you know, you got you got baseball, you got some football chatter already for some best ball. A lot of stuff going on over there for all sports. I'm not even joking. All sports get discussed over there. Even some gaming once in a while. All right, let's go to the bats on this slate catcher's position. You know, Mitch Garvin versus David Price has some GPP appeal to it at 5,100. But you can probably save a little bit of cash. Um, Carson Kelly of the D-backs at 45s, Actually, been sneaky good of late, averaging eight point one over his last ten. Just not sure I can bring myself to pay forty five hundred. But and and Cintella is very very bad. Arizona's got a five point four team total. Lefties four twenty, righties three twenty eight for Cintella. So the upside's there with Kelly. Just not sure that's where I want to go. If I'm spending up for bats on the slate. Omar Narvaez at forty three versus Homer Bailey does have some appeal to it for sure in that matchup. If you want to fade Cole Hamills, James McCann at thirty nine is definitely there. We know McCann loves matching his lefties. We mentioned with Hamills. Lefty's 289, righty's 308. So if you're going to try to get to him this year, it's with the right-handed bats. And McCann's usually hitting the middle of that White Sox order. So keep that in mind. Dropping down farther, like a Josh Fagley at 38. has got some upside to it. Pedro Severino from the right side versus Anderson. When Anderson does get in trouble, he gives up the long ball. We mentioned that. Um, he does have a big ground ball rate, but he gives up usually one plus homer a game outside of his last few starts. So keep that in mind with Severino at 3,700. Few other ones for you. Chance Cisco probably won't play because Severino will, but like a Kevin Smith or a Jonathan Lukroy versus Marcus Stroman. Uh, Smith is thirty four hundred. That's a nice cheapy. Elias D at at thirty four versus Daniel Norris. Another guy you can take a stab at on this slate. But other than that, just kind of wait and uh, see what comes out value wise in the lineups, as it usually does. First base, lock and loaded. Uh, you got E five in his matchup, but Freddie Freeman versus Degrom and a GPP at fifty two. I like. But I really like Samantha Rizzo versus Yvonne Nova at 5,100. Back in Wrigley. Uh, Lefty's hitting 348. Righty's 367 off Nova. Really good spot there for 8 to the Rizzo at 5,100. Uh, Max Muncie went deep last night. He's in play again tonight against Sean Anderson at 51. J- Cody Bellinger is not first base eligible anymore, folks. He was yesterday. Keep that in mind. Uh, if you want to go with Cleveland versus Samson, if you want to fade Samson, that's totally your prerogative. They currently have the second highest team total. Again, Lefty's 3,15. Righty's 3,93. But a guy like uh, Carlos Santana at 5K, he's been swinging it really, really well of late, averaging almost 11 over his last 10, 3 and 7 in his last two. But prior to that, 14, 12, 16, 18. So swinging a good stick there. He's 5K if you want to go that direction. Going below the 5K though, you got a few options. Big big Meat Pete, 4900 versus Teheron is in play for you. Uh, you got the likes of Trey Mancini versus Anderson if you're fading. Like Dan Vogelbach versus Homer Bailey at 48, it's got some big time GPP upside to it. Matt Olson. Versus Gabriel Yanoa at 4,600. Olsen, nine more points last night, averaging almost 10 over his last 10. Uh, he's got some appeal to him there. Oakland has the highest team total of 5.45 on the slate. Lefty's 300. Righty's 368 versus Yanoa. So some reverse splits early on with Gabriel Yanoa. I still like me. Some uh, Matty Olsen, a part of an Oakland stack in that one. Going on down farther in the 4K range, you got guys... Like C.J. Cron versus David Price, if we're gonna fade Price, if we're gonna be contrarian, you do it with guys like C.J. Cron who mashes left-handed pitching. The Twins have a 4.7 team total lefties, 223, but righties 296 off C.J. or off of David Price. We know how C.J. Cron, loves him some lefties, so keep that in mind at 4300. Uh, I don't mind in a GPP if it, it depends if it's Christian Walker or Kevin Cron, both very streaky. You're basically home, open for the home run. But against Sensatella at 43 in a GPP, they'll be super low owned options. But I also do like Matt Adams at 4,200 versus Jake Arietta I think that's a lot. Matt Adams double-donged on Sunday. We obviously had the rain out yesterday. Um, Washington is not, oh, 5.15 team total. Lefties 420, righty's 281 versus Arietta this season. So Matt Adams at 42, very good value in that matchup. Going below 4K now, a few more options. You got like Yuli Gurriel and Great American Small Park versus Deisclafani at 39. That's worth the look. Uh, Ryan McMahon, I love him in Colorado more than on the road, but 3,900 bucks has a little bit of appeal to it. Not going to hide that. Um, Renato Nunez loves hitting left-handed pitching. He's 3,700 dollars for the Orioles. He's slumping again. It's happened a few times this year now. He goes on hot streaks and slumping. So keep that in mind, but. Thirty seven hundred dollars has a little bit of value to it. Again, if you're fading Samson, Jake Bowers is thirty seven. A little bit of GPP upside for you there. And then you know Joey Votto at thirty four as a punt, not loving it, but he's he's there. Matt Beattie at thirty three for the Dodgers first base outfit eligible bat. I think second or third last night. Third last night. He's thirty three hundred if you so choose to go that way. Second base, Cattell Marte at fifty five hundred versus is great Arizona. Is in a smash spot tonight. Really, really smash spot. Third highest total of five point four. Again, lefties four twenty, Righty's three twenty eight off Sensatella. Cattell Marte at fifty five is a great play here. The Arizona team is a really, really good play on this slate. Can't say it enough. Mentioned Max Muncy already in that matchup. You can go down to the likes of uh, say Whit Merrifield at forty eight versus Kikuchi if you want to go that direction. Uh, DJ Lemay who continues to rake. He's forty six hundred went deep last night. But Ozzy Albies, and it's to Grum, so I get it at 45, but he just he's, he's on fire. Lourdes Guriella gets Skaggs at 44 is very intriguing. You got a Toronto team with a 4.7 team total. Lefties 321, righties 340 versus Tyler Skaggs. Guriel's got that pop going at 44. Does have some upside for you. But then again, you just go Tommy Listella at forty two and at the top of the Angels order versus Marcus Stroman, Not a bad look. Uh, Angels a four point eight team total. Lefties two ninety two, righties two eighty seven off of Strowman. So there is some upside there with Tommy LaStella in that matchup. Getting to the four K's and below, you look at guys like uh maybe a Vargas for Arizona's only four K versus Cincinnatella. He's got some upside. I mentioned McMahon already in his matchup there. Um Jerks and Profar 39 if you want to stack Oakland. He's okay. Not love I don't love Jerks and Profar but he's he's in play. I uh, loved having Biggio last night if he wasn't stacked up with the Nats. That would have been really nice. Like Colton Wong at 3,700 versus Yamamoto. You can get a little little GPP appeal at, at a discount of 37 with Wong. And then, other than that, just kind of check your lineups. You'll mix and match. You know, Brian Dozier's a punt, Chad Pender's a punt. You'll have a few other options down here based on lineups when they release. Third base, similar to Catel Marte, Eduardo Escobar in a great spot at 5,400 versus Antonio Sensatella. Yet Rendon, always worth a look just as much as he's mashing the baseball. Like Chris Bryant at 51 versus Noah, that's a good-looking play for you there. you got Bregman in, in uh, Great American Small Park. You could go Scott Kingry and fade Corbin. Corbin's been a disaster of late, so that is an option. Or go Yandy Diaz versus J.A. Hap, because Hap's been a disaster as well. Uh, Tampa Bay at 4.17 total. Lefty's 319, righty's 326 versus J.A. Hap. So it's definitely on the table if you so choose. But a really good play. He's the two four six eight. 4, Ninth third baseman down the board and I talk about him every single show. Rafael Devers coming off an over last night. He's 4800 bucks, part of the over last night. 19, 10, 11, 14, 10, 12. Pretty good. He's 4800 bucks and he gets Michael Piñata. We know what Piñata loves to do. He'll get you some strikeouts, but he'll give up the home runs and he likes to give them up in bunches. The Boston Red Sox have a team total of 4.85. Lefties 294, righties 387 versus Pinata. Rafael Devers at 48 is a great play on tonight's slate. Really, really good play on this slate. Going down farther, you get a discounted Arenado. You could take a peek at there. Um, Tommy Stella once again 4200. Don't hate that. JD Davis heating up again at 42. I know I've mentioned it a few times in StatCat's metrics. He's GPP relevant if you want to fade Teheran. I don't think you need to on this 15 game slate. Like, I'd rather at the same price, point have Tommy La Stella or Matt Chapman against Gabriel Yanoa. We mentioned uh, Yanoa's reverse splits already, so Chapman can be a nice piece there at 4,200, especially part of a Oakwood stack in that matchup. Uh, Manny Machado, if you're not using Brandon Woodruff, he's third-base shortstop eligible, averaging almost 13 in his last 10, 19 yesterday in Coors, 11, 12, 33, 35, and he's 4100 bucks. He's too damn cheap. I know it's a good matchup for Woodruff. He's a great pitcher. Machado's too cheap. He's third base shortstop eligible at $4,100. bucks. gpp wise the upside's tremendous. You have Vargas of Arizona at 4K. Guriel at 39. Mentioned some of those. You could look at a, a Jose Ramirez if you want to go GPP at 39. Or Kyle Seager at 39. Or even Vlad Guerrero Jr. at 38. Or Matt Carpenter at 38. Carpenter went deep yesterday. So you got a realm of really... Good options below 4K right there between uh, Seager, Guerrero, Carpenter, and even some Joe Ramirez if you so choose. But some some decent below 4K options if you want to save some cash at third base, even though there's some really good options up top. Good cash savings right there and those matchups. Uh, Chester Cuthbert, if you're fading Kikuchi, Cuthbert at 36 does hit lefties pretty well. First base, third base. Eight points last night. Eight and seven in his last two. couple zeros and a 10 and a 14. He's not a world beater by any means, but okay bat. Hits in the middle of the world's lineup. He's 3,600 against Kikuchi, who's been getting destroyed a lot of late. So keep him in mind if you're looking for value and you want to pay up for some pitching. Chester Cuthbert is there for you at 3,600. And other than that, we'll have to wait and see. Shortstop position, Trey Turner at 54 is great because the Phillies... Especially Arietta just doesn't hold runners on. But Lindor, love him night in and night out. He went deep again yesterday, 17 more DraftKings points. 17, 9, 13, 10, 3, 12, 0, 10, 10. He's very good. 5,300 bucks versus Sampson in that great ballpark is on the table. Going on down though, like a Bregman is in play, Bogart's against Pinata. Like both of those. You can go down even farther to like a Hori Polanco versus Price in a GPP, but Marcus Simeon at 45. He extended his history to 14 games last night, 13 more points, 13-3, 28-3, 5-6, 15. Just continually cash game relevant GPP stacks with guys like Marcus Simeon. Uh, you got Paul DeYoung against Yamamoto at 44. He's definitely GPP viable in his matchup. You're going on down. He could roll Gene Segura at 41, but again, Manny Machado is $4,100. If you want to get really weird, go Tim Anderson against Cole Hamels at 4K. You can. The Machado at 41, it's just too good. If you want to get different, though, Nico Goodrum, outfield shortstop eligible at 3900 Does have some upside there against Mitch Keller. Really, really cheap. The fact he's shortstop eligible now makes me laugh. He has plays all over the place. But 3900 bucks is an option for you there. Uh, a few more, like a J.P. Crawford at 35 versus Homer Bailey is a punt option. Um, there's got to be some more down here. But maybe we'll just wait and see when lineups come out because there always will be a few more. That pop up down below. Let's get to the outfield where you're loaded. You got Christian Yellick. Charlie Blackman is on straight fire. He's got Merrill Kelly at 5800, really good looking play there. Cody Bellinger at 57 is in play. So is Mike Trout at 56. I like Blackman out of those four guys up top the most. And then he dropped out to Catel Marte at 55 in a great spot. And don't sleep on Starling Marte. Everyone's been sleeping on Starling Marte because he's always low owned, but he's 5400 versus Daniel Norris, averaging almost 10 points in his last 10. Really good spot there for Starling Marte. Uh, Chris Bryant mentioned him already in a good spot, but then JD Martinez and only 5,100 versus Pinata. I like that quite a bit. Ronald Acuna Jr. is DeGrom, but still GPP viable just because he's so freaking in fuego right now at 5K, and no one will own him versus Jacob DeGrom, who's given up a lot more hard contact this year. So keep that in mind. If you want to fade David Price, whoa, Nelly facing a lefty at 4,900. You got to give it a look, averaging over 14 points in his last 10 Nelson Cruz is back and he's feeling it, and he gets David Price tonight at 4,900. You got David Dahl in Arizona at 49, very good play for you there. Uh, Shinsu Chu at 49 got you 15 points last night, averaging 9 a game over his last 10, 16, 19, 7, 9, 19 over his last 5. He's 4,900 bucks for his police sack. Please sack's been a good young arm, but pitching in Arlington can be a, a bit of a rude awakening for the kid. Jordan Alvarez in Great American Small Park versus Dee Scafani at 48. Don't hate that at all. Uh, Houston's team total is uh, 4.5. Lefties, 370. Righties, 285. So Jordan at 48. Very, very good spot for you there. Mookie Betts at only 48 versus Pinata is definitely in play. Oscar Mercado, talked about how much I liked him yesterday. He's 4,800. He went deep, got you 14 more points. Average at least 12 over his last 10, 14, 28, 13, 10. Over his last four. 4800 bucks. Adrian Sampson reverse splits. Good spot here from Ricado at 4800 Mentioned with Merrifield already, but a guy like Tommy Pham versus J.A. Happ is in play at 4700 The Tampa Bay Rays, when you take a look at them at 4.17 total, lefties 319, righties 326. So Tommy Pham is worth a look for you tonight. Uh, a little farther, down, I can show you, Tawny went deep yesterday. He's 47. Really good spot versus Strowman. But David Peralta versus Sensatella at only 47. That is a great play. Uh, The Arizona team, it's one of those that might not happen, just like the Dodgers didn't happen last night. I go back to the Dodgers' well in a heartbeat. I will love to go to the Arizona well tonight. Very good spot there. Uh, Willie Calhoun was activated back in fifth last night. He's 47 versus Plesak. He went one for three with a walk, got you four points. But Willie Calhoun, he rakes. Good matchup there versus Plesak at 47. Uh, Michael Conforto, great matchup versus Taylor on a forty-six. 15-game slates. Stacking is great. There's a lot of home run derby possibilities as well. A lot of ways to go. You got Benintendi at 46 versus Pinetta. Really, really good look for you there. Uh, Michael Brantley in Great American Small Park at 45 versus Di Scafani. Adlesil Garcia at 45 versus J.A. Happ. So, again, if you don't have the money to pay up top, good looks there. Uh, Malik Smith swinging it really well. Averaged almost 10 points over his last 10. Got you 7, 19, 0, 16, 5, 20, 17 over his last 6 or 7. 4,500 leading offers. Homer Bailey does have some serious appeal for you there. But then you get down to a guy like Kyle Schwarber, probably leading off for the Cubs, <clears throat> only 4,400 bucks versus Yvonne Nova. Great spot. Great, great spot. Lourdes Gurriel, mentioned him already at 44. He's in play for you. Um, lots and lots of options, honestly. I guess crazy amount of options. I don't want to read them all off to you, but they're there. Jordan Luplow, prefer Luplow versus lefties, but with the reverse pits of Samson. If for some reason you're staffing Cleveland, he's worth the look, but I'd, I'd rather go to Jorge Soler at 44 versus Kikuchi. That's got some upside. Soler went deep yesterday, matching lefties this season. Derek Fisher, Josh Reddick, $4,200 each against DeSclifani. Really nice price tags in that matchup. Really, really nice value in that matchup. Uh, Dom Smith for the Mets, 4100 versus Tehran. Gives you a little bit of savings there in a good spot. Juan Soto is only 4100 versus Jake Arrieta. Give me all of the Juan Soto at forty one hundred, that is bad pricing by DraftKings. I don't care if he what he. I don't. I don't care if he zeros. He zeros. The upside is tremendous. He's only averaging six points over his last ten, but thirteen and seventeen in his last two. You know, a couple of five zero eights and a ten. The dude is starting to do. He's having a great year all around. Forty one hundred in a matchup like that versus Arrieta, where we already mentioned lefties are four twenty. That uh, that's nice. That's really really nice. That is a misprice by DraftKings. Uh, Ryan Braun versus the Lefty Allen at forty one is intriguing. I'd rather have Juan Soto at forty one hundred dollars. Uh, sliding on down, Chris Davis at four K versus Yu Eventually, Davis can go on one of those terrors. I'm going to keep playing him at those price points. It's too good. Cole Calhoun, Justin Upton, both thirty nine hundred versus Stroman. Welcome back, Justin Upton. Big home run last night. I love that play. Those two plays as well. Um, Nico Goodrum, 39, got some upside for you. You can look at a low key and struggling. Eloy Jimenez in a GPP at 38. He's worth the play as well. So a couple options for you there. Nick Castellanos at 38 is a value. Jackie Bradley Jr. is only 3,800. There's an upside play for you. Alex Verdugo hit second yesterday. He's 38 if he cracks the lineup again and has a good spot in the order. So you're going to have a lot of spots on here. Marvin Gonzalez, switch hitting at 37. Roman Quinn uh, against the lefty Corbin at 37 and a GPP. Jake Bowers at 37. Lots of ways to go down here. Anthony Santander, so on and so forth. So check lineups. You'll get some value when you come on down there. Let's recap the pitching real quick. Uh, up top, you got Cole Hamills. You got Rudruff, Kershaw, Verlander. In the middle, you got Flaherty, Sampson, Kelly. Down below, Anderson, Bailey, Kikuchi, Mitch Keller. When you're stacking it up on this 15-game slate, it's lots of ways to go. We know we love um, Arizona versus Cincinnati. That's a smash spot there. But Cleveland's interesting. I like Sampson as a GPP pitching option, but it's interesting. Oakland versus Noah is very solid as well. But the Cubs versus Nova, I like that quite a bit. I probably have Cubs, D-backs, two of my favorite plays. The Nats, I like a lot. I stacked them last night. That didn't work, of course. Um the Dodgers are interesting versus Anderson I don't see him going quiet two days in a row Anderson pitches the contact quite a bit so the Dodgers should like that at 5.3 maybe they piss some people off you'll get them lower owned uh, Boston versus Pinata is great the Angels have some upside versus Strowman uh, there's a ton Colorado is in play Pittsburgh's in play Tampa's in play Houston lots of ways to go but my top plays is probably Cubs D-backs Washington and Dodgers would be like my top four but lots of other ways to go you can get really weird on the slate if you so choose and that's what the chats are for, so hit us up over there. Lastly, your BVP on this slate. That's for the double-hitter game one. Uh, we move on from that. Aviso Garcia, 3-for-9, two homers off J.A. Happ. We know he loves hitting lefties. He's pretty cheap tonight. Uh, Mike Trout, 8-for-16, three doubles against Stroman. Surprise, surprise. He hits someone well. Yoan Camargo, 6-for-19 with a double and a homer off to Grom. Donaldson's taking him deep. Flowers is taking him deep. Freddie's got two homers, Marquez two homers. They hit 255 as a, as a team. It's really not that bad when you look at it first to Grom. Now the Mets, um, J.D. Davis, Wilson Ramos, Carlos Gomez, Michael Conforto, Todd Frazier, all thinking Tejeron deep, but they're only hitting 208 versus Tejeron. The uh, the Cubs like some uh, some Nova. Carlos Gonzalez will be a really cheap outfielder. He's 6-for-12 with a double. Rizzo, 7-for-15 with a double. Contreras, 5-for-11 with a double. Jason Hayward, 8-for-22, double and a homer. Schwarber's got a homer. Baez, two homers. Addison Russell's got a homer as a teammate in three hundred eight versus Nova. Jose Abreu, 4 for 9 with a triple and a homer versus Cole Hamels. Eddie Rosario, 5 for 9 with a double off David Price. CJ Krohn, 8 for 24, three doubles and a homer. Nelson Cruz, 9 for 31, two home runs. Mookie Betts, 7 for 23, two doubles, two homers, a three hundred four average versus Pineda. Jackie Bradley, 4 for 14, three doubles. Xander Bogart's 8 for 27, double and a homer. So good stuff there as expected. A few more for you. Nick Ahmed, 6 for 13 against Sensatella. Do, 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 do. Um, wow. He's only hitting 231, but Posey's got 108 at bats. 25 for 108, three doubles, three homers. Um, the Giants has a team here at ninety-nine off Kershaw. There's a lot of big samples there. A lot of big samples. And that'll do it, folks. Again, the TheFantasySportsDGens.com in the Slack chat. Hit us up there. The Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast is out for the Travelers Championship. Also wrapped up a Bench to Bubba episode 180 last night with Mick Chalella of Fantrax HQ. Really good stuff there. Talking fab, recent news, and a lot of bullpen reports for you season long, guys. Check that out. Also go to TheQuantEdge.com promo code Bubba to get you all your stuff there. rest of the MLB season for seventy four ninety nine. Rating and review on iTunes will be much appreciated. And I am on Twitter at trick Hope everybody has a great Tuesday of baseball fun 15-game slate. Let's get crack a This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, June 18th edition. I'm out.